Good afternoon, or rather, good evening, right? Maybe it's 6 p.m. Yeah, it's 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the 5th of July, 2021. The bell tolls for everybody. The bell in the tower ringing a -a ding-a-ding-a-ding-dong. Yesterday I did a podcast and people made assumptions about <laughs> about me specifically referring to certain types of people or specific people. And let me just clear some things up. In 2012, uh, shortly after my sister Nancy died of cancer, and for those of you who do math, that's eight years ago. I know ancient history, to those of you that can no longer remember shit... In 2012, my sister Nancy died of cancer. I've spoken about that before. Not relevant specifically to this conversation. At the time, I had never had a single social media account. Let me repeat that. Um, I'd not had a Facebook account, not had a Twitter account, not had any kind of fucking social media account. In fact, at the time... I kind of poo-pooed it still. I thought it was ridiculous. Um, I was still married at the time. That was shortly to end. But my ex-wife was on Facebook, and I think it was more or less understood that I wasn't supposed to be there. And so I I went on Twitter, you know. If you have an agreement with your wife, say, don't go on Facebook. Okay. In retrospect, I probably should have gone on Facebook right, guys and gals. And so I went on Twitter. And I created my first account and I engaged with someone under the assumption that if I was polite and didn't swear, swear really, because at, at first I didn't. I didn't use a lot of bad words. I tried to just... Mainly, I wanted to connect with people, talk about my grief. I was banned in the first 24 hours I was on Twitter. The first account, talk about grief, talk about uh, the death of my sister. That's just not something you're supposed to talk about on social media. Talking about some shit you bought at Pottery Barn, talking about some irrelevant issue about your fucking car. And, And this is going out to all the motherfuckers who say, well, Dan, old style community is dead. 
yeah, old style community is dead, Dan. You, you need to embrace new media, new community. But you can't talk about uncomfortable things like cancer. Yeah, you can't talk about that. Of course, I didn't know at the time that Twitter was bullshit. I mean, I, I didn't really know. I kind of, I probably would have gotten there, but I was grieving. And I guess I assumed it was a platform. And, it, and you know, all things being equal, <laughs> which they're not. But all things being equal, if I went on Twitter, I would be basically in an environment where people wouldn't be singled out and attacked for some anonymous, ridiculous, completely random fucking reason. But that was wrong. That was bullshit. But here's where it gets worse. I was stupid and create a second account. create a second account. And I decided not to interact with anyone because, you know, God forbid you, you create any type of interactions on social media. Right? Right? You can understand the contradictions, right? The hypocrisies, the layers of bullshit. And this was eight years ago. This wasn't a couple years ago. This wasn't 30 seconds ago. This was almost a decade ago. All right? The second account lasted a bit longer. And one of the things I noticed were all these fucking people posting shit, posting these memes. One of my favorite memes was, is I'd, I'd ask questions like, listen, if Obama, you know, is taking away our freedoms, when is somebody going to do something? Hey, I took an oath not so long ago. I assumed other people took oaths too. Yeah, so people would send me these memes, like this one of some weird cat-looking special forces dude rising out of the swamp, and it says, soon. Yeah, soon. That was 2012. I remember all kinds of memes from 2012 about people standing up for freedom, Organizing, getting ready for combat operations. This was eight fucking years ago. It was bullshit then. It's even stinkier bullshit today. Now, I'm not saying there aren't people that don't have the courage to do what needs to get done. My basic contention is the people that know what the fuck they're doing, they don't talk about it on social media. They don't. They don't talk about it on social media. In fact, the really smart ones don't advertise how good at shooting their pistols they are and how close their shot group is. Okay, the reason why is it's called OPSEC, Operational Security. You don't let your enemy know how strong you are. You don't let your enemy know where you live. If some fucking hobo bozo gives out a couple little pieces of information that puts you within a circle that has a diameter of a thousand fucking miles, that's too fucking close. Way too close, dumbass. Now, when I did this little podcast, 
yesterday, people assumed I was talking about one specific person. That's bullshit. I'm talking about every motherfucker on Twitter and Facebook right now, posting pictures of their abs, talking about their keto meal, talking about their ammo reloads, showing their fucking 3D printer. Unless you're 3D printing your own fucking computer, you are already bought and sold, motherfucker. Oh, I've got a VPN, really? Yeah, but did you manufacture your CPU, dumbass? Then you're already fucking owned. Don't believe me. Research the revelations of Snowden at all. Research the truth. The fact is, every major chip manufacturer is owned, controlled, and managed by the deep state. There aren't that many places where CPUs and memory are produced. And guess what? (sighs) They're not libertarians. They're not like you and I. They're not people who care about freedom. The people that understand, the people that have a reasonable degree of, let's call it intelligence preparation of the battlefield, IPB, yeah, that's a term of art. That's a term of art. Anyways, the people that have done their good IPB, they know that the internet is owned. They knew it was owned from the fucking beginning. People that don't understand that, that don't understand that it's a giant man-in-the-middle mindfuck from a hacker perspective, are clueless. People that know what, they're, what the hell they're doing in terms of tactics, operations, and strategy, they don't talk about it on social media. And if they do have an account, it's designed to confuse If they do have an account, they log into it from 200 miles away, at least from where they live. If they do have an account, they take every fucking step they can to distance themselves between their reality and their digital fucking signature. And guess what? Anytime you plug your fucking computer into the network, and I don't care if you have a VPN or not, there is a man in the middle device sending all the information directly to who knows who, NSA, CIA, Mossad, probably even Chinese intelligence at this point. Are you listening? Do you understand? Either we're looking at a period of time when, yeah, things could get sketchy and difficult for a lot of Americans, or we're not. If we're not, then this is all a gigantic mind fuck, and everything goes back to normal, and we all end up having pizza pie, and drinking our fucking Kool-Aid, and dancing the disco, and everything's fine. But if in fact that's bullshit too, then what you shouldn't be doing right now, A, is talking about your combat shit on any social media and or internet, and B, you shouldn't be suckering other people into those fucking conversations. And let me say one further thing. I had a friend of mine about a month after I went on Twitter again, I guess I would call this April of 2020, and I was drunk and joking, saying, you know what? I can be the S3 for these guys. Don't worry, you don't need to know what an S3 is. Just think of the guy in charge of operations. The person that runs the military decision-making process, the person that organizes intel and supply, the person that organizes the staff, so that the commander can make a fucking decision. That's the S3. I was joking, of course. I got lit up by my friend. Lit the fuck up. In retrospect, I should have read him the right act, but I didn't. 
Because that, you know what, at the time it was like, shit, you know, fuck, maybe I was fucking up. By just mentioning that one fucking thing. But what I've come to realize is that I was being mind-fucked right from the beginning. Not by my friend. I think he's a good guy. I think he knows his business. And you don't need to figure out who he is because he's a person. He's a person. He's a good guy. But he's a trust. He's a trusting guy in a way that I am not, especially since 2016. Especially since my own personal major mind-fuck grift that more or less destroyed my life financially and in almost every other fucking regard. So I, I probably don't have the same trust level. If you think that I was referring to one fucking person, if you think one fucking troll would, would make the decision of whether or not to participate in a really cool social media platform, you're fooling yourself. I can block trolls all fucking day. It's the fact that almost every motherfucker that I see on fucking social media posting pictures of shot groups and doing this and doing that, it's like, it's almost like it fills up a certain space. And it seems like it's designed to. It seems like it's intended to. It seems like we're supposed to have people doing this, not actually doing anything, not actually taking any action. And let's talk about tomorrow. Tomorrow. You know, tomorrow, Wednesday, when there's going to be the super mega protest of Proud Boys fighting Antifa. I've been there. I had to put on, you know, JRTC. At, well, I had to help put on JRTC at Fort Lewis in 1990. Yeah, 1998, right? Or no, 99. So I know about Op 4. I know about people playing playing their parts in a training exercise. I understand this shit. Antifa is op for. Guess what? Proud Boys are op for. They are all op for. The only real people there tomorrow are the ones being mind-fucked and probably putting themselves and their families in danger. All the rest are getting paid. That is what I think is going to happen tomorrow. But what I can tell you distinctly is that people have been talking up bullshit boogaloo for a long fucking time on social media. Nothing's happened. I see no evidence that anything's changed. And, get, and you know, the Q thing falls in the same fucking category. Waste of fucking time. So if you think I was talking about somebody specific... When I was talking about the Twitter bullshit, no. I was talking about hundreds and thousands of accounts. Various accounts with lots of really cool, catchy names. And lots of great shots of rifles and shot groups and keto meals and, you know, really cool outdoor pickup trucks and great shots of nature. But guys, if you're serious about carrying on combat operations, you don't do stupid shit like that. Unless, of course... You're the enemy. Now, the enemy would do this. The enemy would feed you bullshit. The enemy absolutely would feed you crap. They do feed you crap. My contention is some percentage, maybe not all, but some percentage of these accounts are not people, or at least not, you know, <sighs> not who we think they are, but are in fact there for a reason. They're there for two reasons. One, to keep people from doing shit, and frankly, social media does a great job of that. 
Nobody does shit. I'm on so I'm fighting the meme war, Dan. I'm fighting the meme war. The meme war is bullshit, guys. They want you to fight the meme war. They want you to fight each other with stupid statements and weird pictures. They want you to play in cartoon land and battle on a cartoon battlefield while they turn your world into one large prison camp. That's, that's how I feel about Twitter and social media at this point. Um, maybe everything's going to magically go back to normal in a few weeks, and God bless if it does, whatever normal means. Maybe there's going to be peace on earth and kumbaya, but I'm thinking that there are going to be more and more people arrested, and I'm thinking that when you like a post or friend somebody or follow somebody, and they're one of these, um, manufactured, you know, special forces who accounts, and they constantly talk about fighting the government and doing this and doing that, my guess is you're just going on a list. And listen, as stupid as the government is, and they're really stupid, they do know how to run a priority queue. Maybe not as well as the private sector, but the private sector maybe wouldn't ever give a shit about blowing the fuck out of their neighbor. In fact, my general theory is in a free world, people don't spend a lot of time figuring out how to kill each other. Yes, 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 you'd have all kinds of work for self-defense. And you definitely would have weapons development. But would we have nuclear weapons in a free world? I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe. If you understand the history of nuclear power, you would understand that the government was a significant part of that. Not a little part, not a slice. Nobody in the private sector was going to spend the money, waste the money, go into debt, in any sense, engineering or otherwise, to do something stupid like vaporize a city. There is no purpose to be served in a free society of vaporizing cities. That's not something free people want to do. That's something really crooked scumbags want to do. So that's it, folks. I don't want to spend too much time on this. Guys talked about it yesterday. And as you can tell, I'm, I'm a little bit out of sorts, but that's a different, that's a different issue. I'm not even sure I should podcast tonight. You know, sometimes I think I should, and sometimes I say, no, do it, don't do it. Can you be funny? Can you be humorous? It's hard for me to be humorous about this because going back eight years, people have been talking about the same stupid shit on social media. And it's why, since 2017, I've more or less not been on it. Yeah, here and there I've had an account, but give it four months, give it five months, I realize the jail cell that I'm in and I reject it. There's this disorder called graft versus ho- graft versus host. Graft versus host. Let's say, you know, you get a, a skin graft from a donor. And there was a, you know, an arrested development episode about this. Um 
Really funny, really funny. The guy had hair plugs and, and his immune system turned on the hair plugs and he was slowly dying. And the only answer was to pull out the hair plugs, but you know, again, arrested development. I have the same reaction to social media. I, I've, I've admitted this to myself, especially after the last few weeks. I'm, there's something wrong about it. I don't fit into it. I don't like it. I don't like the way I'm being treated. And I don't like the way people treat each other. I don't consider it to be much of a relationship with other people. It's mostly synthetic, mostly crap. And if your contention is, well, Dan, what would we do? It's called email. It's called a phone call. But Dan, how do I meet new people? Why don't you try meeting new people in your own fucking community? Why do you think it's better to be suckered into a scheme whereby you know someone or you think you know someone 2,000 miles away, but you don't even know your fucking neighbor across the hall? You want to know what scares the state? Meme wars do not scare the state. I'm sorry, meme, M-E-M-E, -E, warriors. The state wants you doing that stupid shit. They're not scared. The more you do it, the better they feel. The more you waste your time on mental masturbation, the better they feel. But what if you started going around your apartment building and just getting to know your neighbors? And then what if you held a meeting with some people and said, listen, stuff's getting sketchy in Little Saigon. Stuff's getting a little crazy. Why don't we look out for each other? You know, voluntarily, let's do it. Let's look out for each other. The state doesn't want you doing that. When I say the state, I don't mean Washington state. I mean all forms of government. It's, it's specifically the government we have now. They don't want you cooperating with your neighbor. They don't want you to know your neighbor. They don't want you to care about your neighbor. They want you on Twitter or Facebook. They want you on some other platform posting pictures, TikTok bullshit. They want to make sure that if there's a knock on the door next door in the middle of the night and you hear a scuffle, they want to make sure you got your fucking existential headphones on. So you don't hear what's going on next door. You don't know what's happening to your neighbor and you don't give a fuck because you don't know your neighbor anyways. If you listened to that podcast and you think you know a person I was talking about, you got it wrong. There is no specific person on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or even on the whole fucking internet that is specifically guilty of some crime. What I'm opposed to is very simple. If your neighbors, whether they be local or they be across the country, are currently in a situation where their OPSEC 
their operational security is a life and death issue. The worst thing you can do as a friend is put your friends in danger. There's nothing brave about being on Twitter or Facebook. And if you think that's the bravery you need, wrong. Wrong. You need the bravery to get to know your neighbors. At this point in time, it may be too late, but you need the bravery to be friends, if you can be, but to be neighbors with people that live right next door. You need to care whether or not their lives are in danger. You need to care whether or not their freedom is taken away. Because if they live right next door, guess what? That knock can come next for you. That knock might be tomorrow night, probably 2 a.m., 1 a.m. That knock might not come for a few months, but it will come. Once it starts, it won't stop until the fever passes. This has happened throughout history. This is not a new story. This is an old, in fact, this is one of the oldest stories. Not quite as old as the story of prostitution, but nearly so. So my issue is really this. If you're serious about being opposed to the state at this point, given that your freedoms are being taken away, do things smart. Don't talk about it on the internet. Don't talk about it over the phone. And if you're going to send an email, use a form of encryption that you have at least some control of. But even then, I'd be careful. Organize locally. Oh, organize smartly. You know? I've said this in the last six months with respect to Christianity, but let's just apply it here, generally. Be like the Christians of the first century. Specifically, the Christians that lived in Rome. Be smart. Be careful. Be aware of your surroundings. Don't advertise what you're going to do. Even if your only intention is to meet and talk, even if the only thing you want to do is have a meeting, don't put that on fucking Facebook. Don't put it on meetup.com. Be smart. I don't want to beat you up. I don't want to denigrate you. But unless... Like I said, unless you think things are about to go back to normal, then associating yourself with social media accounts that basically advertise combat operations against the government puts, yourself, puts you in danger, puts your family in danger with zero payoff. Listen, there are probably battles worth fighting, and they're coming. The meme war is not one of them, folks. The Twitter battle, the Facebook battle, the Instagram, TikTok, internet battle is stupid and goes nowhere at this point and helps nobody. It is too late for that. If that was ever going to do anything, and I don't think it ever was, way, way too late for that. And unless you're printing your computers, don't publish your printed gun shit on Facebook and Twitter. That's equally stupid. I'm sorry. Oh, but Dan! Dan, are you saying that I can't trust these platforms? I keep repeating it. It's almost like heavy metals are falling from the sky. Yeah, I've been saying that for a while now, haven't I? You can't trust these systems. You can't trust your computer that much. Let me put it this way. You can trust your computer to surf the web, probably. You can trust your computer to do the basic shit, right? 
but you cannot trust your current computer for organizing combat operations. Do you understand what I just said? And I, oh, but I run Linux. Guess what, fucker? I run Linux too, but I didn't print my fucking CPU. Did you? Because if you didn't, you have no fucking clue what's going on. Now, you could say, well, Dan, I run Linux and I'm not connected to the internet. Okay, that's actually smarter. If the next thing you tell me is you basically have your computer in a Faraday cage not connected to the internet, that's really smart. In fact, that's about the only safe way you can use your computer that runs <laughs> Linux because again, if you really want to get serious about using technology in this battle, you're not running Windows, you're not, you're not running Apple. Fuck. Did no one tell you this? If you're actually fucking serious, you're running Linux. You're running Linux, you're unconnected to the internet, you do not do updates. That's it. That's how you get to use your computer to do what you need to do. And guess what? It's still very useful, not directly connected to the internet. But Dan, how do I get shit off the internet? Well, guess what? If you really need something at this point, take your fucking laptop, put it in your car, and, and let's call this your burner laptop so, so that you can like put it in your microwave and like cook it type laptop. So small enough for that, right? And then go and find your internet. Never use the same place twice. There are still lots of free Wi-Fi signals out there. Still lots of them. Doesn't take a lot of effort to find them, and if you find them, park your car, do the surfing you think you need to do to get whatever information you think you need. If you need to read a book, buy a physical book. If you want to watch a movie, oh, Dan, you're not going to say do Blu-ray and DVD. Yeah, I'm going to say that. For all the shit you currently think you need the internet for, you need to go backwards in time about 10 or 15 years. You need to stop using it for those things at home. And if you need to do research, do it someplace else. Specifically, if you need to do research that impacts issues of gun manufacturing, tactics, operations, organization, strategy, etc., including encryption, don't do that research at home. Do it from a burner laptop. And when I, mean, when I say burner, definitely run Linux. You might even want to run Linux off of a, off of a fob or some type of a plug-in USB, so the OS is actually on the USB, and if you don't know how to do it, there are lots of instructions online for how to do it. So you could have your regular fucking Windows laptop, slap in the USB, interrupt the boot sequence, boot to USB, whammo blammo, now you're running Linux on your Windows machine, and you can just pull that fucker out, and you're back to Windows. That's a good strategy. If you want to keep your, your Windows laptop for ordinary shit, just get yourself a USB drive. Put Linux on that. And then you can do your other work that way. But do not, do not, do not use your home computer at this point to do the types of research that would lead to you being identified. Unless, of course, like I said, you think everything's going back to fucking normal in a couple weeks. Right? Have I cleared things up so we can move on? I hope so. Oh, future combat soldier. 
future combat soldier. You're covered in grease. You come from the east. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, today I took some video of the construction next door. Interestingly enough, um, a lot of the dudes are wearing their masks, not all the time, not very well, but they are. They're at least pretending to. As far as social distancing goes, they don't do that, but they're essential workers. And one of the things I've discovered about the level of productivity um, over the last few months and the degree to which they're all kind of like, you know, clustered together one of the lessons in all this is that there's something magical about construction worker urine. Urine or blood or semen. Something magical about the construction worker and what they exude. Something amazingly powerful that will fight the COVID. Because from what I can tell, the construction never stops. And I'm fairly certain that if this was as bad as they say it is, it, yeah, the construction I'm seeing wouldn't be happening. That's just one factor, but I think it's interesting. Of course, they'll say, Dan, that's crazy. Why are you talking about construction bullshit? You know what? Talk about whatever shit you want to on your own fucking podcast. Videos are in the notes if you want to see them. I just think it's funny. I think it's funny because whatever horrors are involved in this terrible coronavirus, like I said, construction's been going gangbusters. So there's got to be something those construction workers got going on, some vitamin, some mineral, some healthy thing they do that keeps them perfectly clean on the inside and out, makes them virus-free. If only we could refine the the various excretions and greases and oils of the construction worker. Oh yes, we could come up with some type of a salve or a potion or something you could shove up your butt. We could deconstruct the virus with the construction worker. You know what I'm saying, man? I don't even know how much more I want to talk tonight. I had a bunch of stupid notes about crap, but all of it's really depressing. None of it's worth talking about. Um, maybe I should just leave it here. If you're serious about doing something tactical in the near future, then get serious. If you're not serious, my best advice is don't talk about it on social media like you are, unless, of course, you want to knock on the door in a few weeks. Because that's where we're headed. Rule of law is dead. Okay? United States of America, the Constitution, that's dead. It was probably dead after 9-11, definitely. But whatever you want to say at this point, you have no Bill of Rights. 
So what you need to do at this point is be fucking smart, okay? Be smart about your soul. You know, I'm not going to talk about Christ tonight too much because I'm not in that place. But with respect to those of you who believe in God, yes, maintain your faith and be smart vis-a-vis God. But don't be stupid vis-a-vis the world unless you want to die. I don't mean in the soul or spirit. I mean in the body. And that's a valid choice of sorts. I don't think people should commit suicide. But if, if, the, if the hill you want to die on is your right to post boogaloo memes, fine. Do that. That's your hill. That's your Mount St. Helens. That's fine. As long as you're making that conscience, conscious choice for yourself and it's not impacting anybody in your household, then that's fine. But if you're actually a serious human being and you have a family, get fucking smart, okay? Get the fuck off social media yesterday. Unless, of course, all you're doing is, you know, posting recipes or, you know, you're posting recipes, that's fine. Unless it's recipes for, like, plastique. Unless you're posting recipes or pictures of French Bulldogs or pictures of your doll collection or pictures of your hike, there are lots of things you can post on social media that are totally innocuous. And that's just, you know, what you should do. Post that shit, especially if you intend to do stuff that could get you in trouble. Don't post that on social media. That's called stupid. If somebody starts asking you questions about buying drugs on social media, are you going to get back there? Oh, yeah, I can. Why don't you come down and I'll show you how? No, come on, get real. Don't be stupid. Don't talk about this shit at this point on social media unless your goal is to get you and other people in trouble. Unless your goal is simply to create chaos without any positive outcome. But if you're a serious fucking operator, I said this yesterday, I'll say it again. You should already be in the fucking woods, man. I'm not talking about going to Washington, D.C. That you'll find out after tomorrow that whatever smoke and, and blah bluey happens, it will have no effect. It's a total stage bullshit. Yes, there'll be nonsense. Yes, there'll probably be rubber cone bullshit. But do me a favor. If you see any triple-strand concertina wire tomorrow at your little Washington, D.C. fest, take a picture because that's as close to fucking reality as you've gotten so far. When the riots are real, when people are hungry and can't eat, can't feed their kids, you won't see rubber cones. You're going to see anchored triple-strand concertina wire. You're going to see 50 caliber machine guns. You're going to see squads and platoons Guarding checkpoints. That's what you'll see when people can't feed their family. It won't be make-believe. You won't need people dancing around saying, we can't eat, we can't eat. You ever see that in a fucking video of people starving? Where you got people dancing around about how they can't eat? You ever see that shit? Me neither. 
That's a sure, that's one of those indications that you're being lied to, but I'm tired of explaining this to people, really. I don't even know why I'm podcasting right now. This is an angry podcast that should end because my attitude is shit. I don't have anything nice to say, so Sister Una would say, don't say anything at all, but she's a fucking Catholic. Well, she's not alive. Did you make it, Sister? Is there anything else worth talking about? I don't know. I'm not in a funny mood tonight for some reason. I actually think I know the reasons why. Um, I actually wish I had friends that I could walk and see. I wish I had that. Um, I don't. Even people I know in the Washington State area... I can't really just go for a walk and see them. I'm not going to tell you where they live, but the reality is I just can't walk there whenever I want to. That's kind of sad. I'm not saying I want to see people all the time. I don't. I'm a hermit. I'd love to keep at least a mile between me and everyone else if I had the money. But the only thing I'd want in that mile are woods, not other people. I would love it after I walked that mile that I would get to a house. And that house would be my friend, one of my friends. And I could, you know, knock on the door. And if they're awake, they're there. If they're not, I go home. Chances are I'll have a walkie-talkie or a CB. And I'll say, hey, bub, are you awake? That's the kind of community I'd love to live in. And if I lived in a city, like I do... I would love to live in a city in a situation where I knew my neighbors. I think in the olden days people did, even in the cities. Even in the cities, they tended to get to know their neighbors. Even if they didn't like their neighbors, they got to know them. Now the neighbors are all strangers. Now we're all divided and ready to be chopped up. In fact, the modern city looks a lot like a wood chipper to me.
This is an action report. This is a special Little Saigon action report. This is an action report from the year 2024. Horgon is reigning supreme in Region 8 of Ballard. The swamp goddess Teresa is fornicating in the gables not far from where the old wine is kept. Horgon is reigning supreme in Region 8 of Ballard. The swamp goddess Teresa is fornicating in the gables not far from where the old wine is kept. Charlie Ooze is on the loose. Watch out for Charlie Ooze. He was arrested in 2023 for throwing acid at people. Watch out for Charlie Ooze. He's been on the run since he killed three hookers in Magnolia leaving Chesney McClure to rot next to the lost hippos of Tacoma. And in the distance, a rumble of borderline freaks not waiting for the insides to melt. Unable to, ex unable to express discontent over the whale sandwiches being sold at McDonald's. In lieu of filet fish now the tumorous bodies of killer whales will feed our pie holes the ones that are left. Starguard is moving all its armies to guard the moon portal at White Center. We must protect the moon portal. The moon portal is the only guarantee that we can leave this wretched world. to protect the moon portal. It is 2024, and this is an Amber Alert action report. There are armies of barbarians moving to take the moon portal at White Center in Seattle. Protect the moon portal. We have to be able to get back to the moon one day. If we don't make it back to the moon, we won't be able to retrieve the special moon rocks and then make that special moon ring. I meant mood ring.
That's right, those mood rings, the mood rings that would tell your mood. Those are made of moon rocks. And West Seattle now is mostly dead, and it's an action report. The virus, not the COVID, not even the monkey herpes, not even the whale VD that became a real problem in 2023. No, a new virus has hit West Seattle and killed everybody. They call it disco fever. Yes, the disco fever virus hits your community. Everybody puts on the Bee Gees like it's normal. But it's not normal, people. Ladies and gentlemen, if you start hearing Bee Gees music in your community, and there are reports of Bee Gees music being played in the current hell zone that used to be known as Maple Leaf, there are reports of Bee Gees music from Sector 3 near Green Lake, which is now no longer a lake, just a giant, you know, cesspool because we are, you know, don't know how to make our shit work, so we just dump our shit there. If you hear disco music, that means the disco fever might be coming. was an action report. Action report from the status of the current place known as Seattle. Now you know about Disco Fever and you know about Star Guard. You know about the Moon Portal in, at White Center. You know that Green Lake is now a giant cesspool. By the year 2024, Green Lake will be filled with poop. And, you know, let's get real. That's not much of a prediction, really. Green Lake is like the, the Gulf of Mexico of Seattle. Yes, by 2024, by 2024, people will understand that Green Lake, Green Lake, the thing we call a lake, which is really just a muddy hole in the ground, by 2024, Green Lake will be a giant cesspool. And you know something, guys? Living in Seattle, seeing how well Mayor, her middle name, fucking Durkin, is running things, Green Lake being a giant poop hole, in a couple years, it's not that big a stretch.
I think that that's all the news that's fit to talk about. Tomorrow in Washington, D.C., there will be a WWF SmackDown between the Proud Boys and Antifa and Black Lives Matter and probably ISIS, both the, the shit that comes from Adult Swim, Archer, and the ISIS, which is just as made up, the ones in the Toyota pickups, the brand new ones with a 556 that came rolling out of the desert in 2014. Yes, tomorrow will be a WWF SmackDown in Washington, D.C., but if all you see are rubber cones and people doing the fucking hokey pokey back and forth, back and forth, and a few publicized cases of weird people falling backwards with little rubber fucking, you know, rubber tubes spouting out ketchup, what I'm telling you is it might very well be bullshit. The whole fucking thing. The whole thing. Not part of it. Not a slice of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be useful idiots there. There will be people there that think they're doing something. They are accomplishing nothing because they are doing exactly what the deep state wants them to do. If you're, if you're participating in Meme War 5, if you're posting cool NPC memes, if you're being really smart on Facebook and Twitter, you are doing exactly what the people that control your lives want you to do. If you start organizing secretly, and I mean secretly, using good tradecraft that precedes something called the interweb, you know, tradecraft, the shit that spies used to know how to do. If you're doing it right, they don't need to know if you're meeting for the boogaloo or just meeting to plan a surprise party. And from your perspective, do you fucking care? Be smart is all I ask. I am telling you that your phone and your computer are owned. I am telling you that your internet connection, even if you use a VPN, is owned. The entire web is a man-in-the-middle attack. It is owned. If you're going to be serious about doing shit, do it. Don't talk about it. Don't email your friends. Don't turn it into a fucking meme. Do it. And if you're a single person in the city like me because you don't know your fucking neighbors or your nearest local neighbor is 30 or 40 miles away, then keep whatever fucking plans you have in your fucking head case, in your skull. That is the safest place for that shit to be right now. And if you're going to do something, go do it. Don't talk about it. Don't call your mom. Don't send people an email. You're about to do something. No. If you have a plan to do something, to, to defend what little fucking dignity you have left, just do it. Don't talk about it. Don't meme about it. Don't create a Facebook or Twitter account for it. Just go fucking do it. And if you're waiting for the best time, the best time was probably decades ago. The best time was a long time ago. Every day that goes by is a worse time. Can I rephrase that? And it's not linear either, guys. Oh yeah, nature's not linear. Combat operations are definitely not fucking linear. If there was a good time for you to do something, it was months ago. Now all you've got are crappier and crappier times, and the longer you wait, the more likely you end up behind the gate, and not the good gate. You know, the, the camp gate. 
And it's not summer camp, folks. It's not going to be summer camp or play camp or computer camp. best time to do something was a, was a while back, okay? If we're really lucky, and I mean really lucky, um, the empire falls apart around us, and that's going to be a really lucky event. I don't know that that's going to happen. I'm not saying it's super strong or super powerful. It's not. It's just that um, it is a diseased thing. It is like a giant cancer. You know, a doctor doesn't go to remove a tumor thinking, well, I'll just remove the exact tumor. No, they usually take edges because what they don't want is to cut a tumor. Because if you cut a tumor, you poison the body. That's one of the things about cutting tumors out, something that, you know, you have to be careful. I don't mean benign tumors either. I mean malignant tumors. Got to be careful about cutting them out because if you do and you make a mistake, you can spread those little cancer cells everywhere. And then next month, it's like, holy shit. You've got cancer everywhere. Have a great evening.